here that HaKadosh Baruch brought us together again. It's a tremendous chot that uh, we can get together and talk about Hashem. And we have to thank Hashem because we'll mark it that Hashem made it happen. To thank uh, the host again, the Pinchas, opening his home for the Betach year. And we're going to make this shir as HaKadosh grandmother Tonight, we're going to speak about the lives that became a pressure cooker. Stress. Stressful. Purim is coming. Purim is supposed to be very relaxing. Geschmacka. And invite the stress. More stress. More stress on Purim. Could you imagine? So, everything, everything became stressful. The question is how to break out from the stress and have Menuchas HaNefesh. All the Tirif Hadas, all the Mahuma that we're living in, how does the person break away and start having true Menuchas HaNefesh without any stress. Pasuk and Mishlei says, Shleim HaMelech, Chacham Mikal Adam, Shalom, he was the mentor, Shalom, Shleim HaMelech, the mentor, Shleim HaMelech. says, in, in, in Perak Yerches, in Mishlei, Migdal Oiz Shem Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Migdal Oiz, the tower of strength. A tzaddik could run into this tower of strength, which is the Shem Hashem, which is the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and he'll be saved from all stress, all problems. All uh, Muhuma, he'll be saved. Migdal Ay Shem Hashem. The Shem Hashem is a Migdal Ay, that's the tower of strength, going to Kodesh Baruch Hu, into his tower. It's not a house, it's not a box, it's not a room. You can take it with you wherever you go. But it's a migdal ayish shem Hashem ba yaris tzadik v'nitzkav. A tzadik will enter it, will run there, ba yaris tzadik v'nitzkav, and will be tremendously protected in this migdal ayish, in this tower of, of strength. How does a person enter this tower of strength to get saved? How do you enter this tower of strength? We have to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shem Hashem. We have to go close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How does a person connect to Hashem? What is Hashem for us? How do we, how do we build our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu? How do we enter this tower of Shem Hashem? So we're going to start with the Pasuk. V'toyme tzioin azavani Hashem. Tzioin said Hashem forsook me. V'ashem shechechani. We're living through a long galas, and Kaiso says, Hashem forgot about me. V'toyme tzioin shechechani Hashem. Hashem forgot about me. Azavani Hashem Hashem Shachani. What does Hashem answer? Hafishkach Isha Ula. Will a woman ever forget her child? Merachem ben Bitna. Gam Eila Tishkachna. Even if there's a massive that a lady will forget her child, it's such a schwer massive. The disconnection between the mother and the child is so terrible that the mother forgets about the child. HaKadosh Baruch was saying that even in a matzah, which is the biggest love in the world, the mother touched to a child, can't get a bigger love than that. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying to you that even in a matzah where the mother will forget the child, I will not forget about you. Unbelievable pasuk. Just stopping right here and thinking about this pasuk, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying, my love to you is so strong, it's stronger than anything in the entire universe. Any strongest love, even when that love is is cut, I still love you further. The Gemara Darshan in this Pasik, Gemara and Brachas, Hasishkas Isha'ula. Will I ever forget the Isha'ula, the Karbanas, the Oilas that you brought to me during the Midbar? Will I ever forget those Karbanas when you didn't start it out? Klaus Yisrael was brought tremendous Karbanas, Takarishbrach. Will I ever forget those Karbanas? Then Takarishbrach remembers everything that happened in the Midbar. So the Klaus will say back, Maybe Hashem will remember that we did the Egel. When it says here, is going on the Egel, Egel Yehacha Yisrael. Hashem says, now forget about the Egel. Forget about it. So the Yidna are going to say, if Hashem going to forget about the Egel, maybe we'll forget about the Maimon Hashinai. I will not forget. Hashem to the eagle, forget about it. I will not forget. 
The Shail and the Gemara is, what's the Pshat? Hashem says, this I remember, this I forget. This I remember, this I forget. What's the Pshat and the Gemara? Either Hashem remembers or doesn't remember. What, what, what's the Palgin and the Dibura here? The morale is Mazber, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is different than a human being. A person has Shinuyim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu never has a Shinoy. Hashem never changes. Hashem always was, always will be, always is. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Matthias is never Nishtana. And just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself never changes, his Midas never change. All the Midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is his is on Haggis, don't change. I mean, it says in the Torah, Hashem is Rachum, Hashem is always Rachum. It's not Pshat like we, some days we're 95%, some days 50%, 65%, Rachum, no such thing. Hashem is Rachum, every day Rachum. Same thing every day. Chanun, every single day. Chanun. Rachum never changes. Rachum is a Messias, just like he himself, his Midas never changed. That's the Kaddish Rachum, it's called the Elah. Kaddish Rachum is the Elah, is the permanent force of all Messias. Hashem never changes, and his means never change. The metaphor, just the morale, that Hashem made a bris for Klai Yisrael, bris for Abbasarim. Hashem was connected to Klai Yisrael. Hashem called Klai Yisrael Bnei Bachar Yisrael. You are my child. You are my precious only child. You are Bichir Bachari. You are my firstborn Yisrael. Bonatem Hashem Malakechem. This mitzvah that Hashem created, that he has Ava Oyev Am Yisrael. Right? We say right before Shema Oyev Am Yisrael. This mitzvah never changes. Never changes. It's not like our kids, sometimes we love them 100%, sometimes they misbehave, we love them only 95%. Because Rachel is no such thing. Every single day, he loves Christ 100%. Never any Shino. It's not Shaykh Shino back at Rachel. It's the Ila. Shem is the Ila that makes everything happen in the Tzias. It's the Tzias. Anything connected to Rachel is the Tzias. So therefore, because Rachel's love to Christ is the Tzias. It's not Shaykh any Shino. The only Shino is Shaykh. On our part, it means our part, we're Marachic ourselves from Akash Baruch. Akash Baruch himself is never a Shimei. And therefore, even if it comes a massive, my parents forsake me. My parents had enough of me. Sometimes they have a massive, the parents can't even take up with the kid anymore. They, they can't, they, they cut off Shaykh's vacation. But Hashem Yatsveini. But Hashem will still take me back. There's a story recently, I learned with a Tzala guy, so um, on Avenue M. There's a Tzala call Friday night. And what was the for Tzala call? The, right by M and 17, there's a school that, that, there's a school over there that, uh, it's like a public school for older kids. And when they get out, it's like mamish, like the zoo, like all the lions get out of the cage. And there's this Shreitha that was stabbed by one of his friends in the, in the class. And they tried to blood all over the place, and that's all the guys came in. They were all dressed for Shabbos. It's Friday night, they got called Mamish by the Sadaidi. And it was like the worst time to get a call, like a Shabbos. And the mice, they had to go. Like, Mamish, the whole M&M was watching with the Chilash, and they had to take care of the Shabbos. And, and, and they had no idea who the Shabbos was. None of the kids would even say anything about him. So they, they tried to crack his phone. They took his fingerprints to open the phone to call his mother. They need someone to go to the hospital. So they called the mother. That the police called the mother. And as soon as the police started talking about his son, the mother's like, I don't want to hear anything about my son, I don't want anything to do with my son, and she hung up. <laughs> and the police were, and the, that's all the guy said, the police were almost crying. Like, this guy had no chance. The whole school hated him. Nobody wanted to go with him to the, and the parent, and the mother, didn't, even the mother, like, they don't have any shaykhs to It was like, you know, like a real matter, you know. Uh, I look upon him, it, it, sometimes like a kid is like so marukhic from the mother, you can imagine. And the mother can't have shaykhs for the kid. So, Yechashvogel is saying over here, even if a person is in a matzah that his parents forsake him, Hashem Yashvogel is Why? Because love is a mitzvah. It's never nishtana. Never nishtana. Yechashvogel's love for Klai Yisrael is always 100%. Because Yechashvogel is a mitzvah, is midasar mitzvah, and doesn't change. And therefore, the only change is on our part. On Hashem's part, there's never any shinui. We run away from Hashem. That's our problem. Because Baruch Hu is always waiting for us to come back. Hasishka Isha Ulaf, like a mother. A mother always um, sees her kid. The kid makes a mess. The mother's happy. The mother always has nachos in the kid. Little kid. She's always expelling. The male has Shalni Gemara. That's the morale. 
Zosha in the Gemara, the Gemara says that Eilu Elihacha Yisrael, forget about it. Anoichi Hashem all the things that you did good, I'll never forget. Why? Because the Ava is always there. Ah, you had Avlis, you did Egel, forget about it. Eilu Elihacha Yisrael, forget about it. Anoichi Hashem Malkech HaMakhinza, why? Because the Matthias of Ava is never ever breakable. So Meila, all the things, the good things that Hashem will never forget, like a parent, the normal situation, the kid misbehaves, the, the parents and Michael, they forget about it. The good things they always remember. Why? Because the Ava. Because Ava is permanent. Because Ava is so strong. I will never forget that you are a I'll never forget the man because the Mitzvah. Anoichi Hashem Alekecha is a Mitzvah. That's why, Dr. Maral, it doesn't say you have to be Maimon, Lashen Sivoy. Even though, it's, even though Lara Shemhold, it is a mitzvah, it's a tzivoy. Why doesn't it say, why doesn't it say tzivoy, right? Like all the mitzvahs, that you have to be mindful. Because it would sound like, if, if it would say a Lashen tzivoy, it would sound like that the mitzvah of HaKadosh Baruch relationship to us is totally in the tzivoy. That's why Dr. Maral says, Anoichi Hashem Elikecha. It's a mitzvah. It's not something that's nishtana. The Matthias. It doesn't make a difference no matter what you do. Asherit Sisicha merits Mitzrayim, that why made this Matthias when you were coming out of Mitzrayim, the Memtashar Tumah, even though Kaisa was not in a good Madrid then. Anoich Hashem Alekecha Asherit Sisicha merits Mitzrayim, that I am your God, Asherit Sisicha, even in a massive of Memtashar Tumah, it's a Matthias, and it's not Nishtana. And therefore, whenever we daven, Takadosh Baruch Hu, we're not trying to change Hashem's mind. Hashem never changes His mind. He never understands. The reason why we daven is to change ourselves, to get more anava, to get more achna, to more akar in Takadosh Baruch Hu's rightness. More shrach Takadosh Baruch Hu brings us to more akar in Takadosh Baruch Hu. It brings us to more bitachin Hashem, tefillah. It's changing ourselves. It's not changing Takadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem's not changing His mind. We have to change ourselves. That's the problem. That's the Indian of tefillah. The Shprochen himself is never Nishtan. He always wants to give us 100%. He always is there for us, 100%. We're the problem. We have a Tzara. Hashem is trying to get, bring us back. That we should dive into him. We should come close to him. We should cry out to him. The problem's on our end. Ayyavam Yisrael is permanent. And that's the shot over here. Why, why when you say Krishna, before you say Shema Yisrael, you say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Oyevam Yisrael. First you mark it as Baruch was Ava, and then you have to shtel tzu. Then you have to shtel tzu, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Achad, Ve'ahaftas Hashem Alekecha. Then you have to shtel tzu, Ar Ava, Takash Baruch was Ava. Once you mark it, Oyevam Yisrael, then you shtel tzu, Ve'ahaftas Hashem Alekecha. Because the whole job of the Yid is to meyachet himself, to mevat himself to Yichad Hashem. Takash Baruch was one, our, job, our whole job in this world is to miyachat HaKadosh In our hearts. We have a problem, we have Yetzahar and Yetzahar, and that's what we have to mevat on Yetzahar and Yetzahar and Yetzahar and Yetzahar. And the only way to do it is that we can't have any Mitzvah. We can't have our own Mitzvah. If we have our own Mitzvah, to steer it HaKadosh Baruch Hu. To steer it, our Mitzvah, to steer it HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shem We have to mevat on Mitzvah HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's how we shall too. So, it's very apparent, it's very open in the Torah how much the Baruch loves Christ. So, he starts off the, the Torah talking about Rashi's Barley Kim, he goes through the whole Bria, all the nations. All of a sudden, Avram Yitzhak Yaakov show up, and the, and the Shvatim, he doesn't mention one word of any Goyim in the entire Torah that has done to a Kaisal. Not even one mention, this Chinese people, this Japanese people, Russian people, not even a mention in the Torah. Because Baruch made the whole Bria, he doesn't talk one word about anyone else in this entire Bria except for Kaisal. What's the Pshat? Because he's not interested in them. He's only interested in Kaisal. As soon as he gets hold of Kaisal, the whole Bria is bottled. Like as if, let's say, uh, a guy says a car is coming down the street. You don't say the car is coming, the mirrors are coming, the seats are coming, the, the, the windows are coming. The car is coming, right? Everything else is bustled to the car. 
Once Kaiso came to the picture, there was no doubt, there's no doubt the neighbor should die anymore. It's all battle to Kaiso. He doesn't even talk about Kaiso. In, in the whole story, there's no ending except Kaiso. It's not existed. It's totally battle. Until Maisha Abayna said the last Pasuk in the Torah before he ends off with the, with the, with the, with with the, with the, the, the Gemara. Ashrecha Yisrael Michomecha Am Maisha Ba'ashem. The whole Torah is building up to this Pasuk. How fortunate Klai Yisrael is that we are connected to the Shalom and there's nothing else. In this. There's nothing else except for Klai Yisrael. So when a person's mark here this, that the Baruch is only interested in you. And his whole, to- whole total love and devotion is always there. The only problem is on our side, and we saw really being makir, the chesed of the Baruch that he's doing for us, and how much he cares about us. And by Matan Torah, the Baruch says, Anoichi Hashem Elekecho, Asher Yitzhichom Neres Mitzrayim. He doesn't say, Anoichi, he doesn't say, Anoichi Hashem Elekechem. He says, Anoichi Hashem Elekecho. Why does it say Anoichi Hashem Elekecho? Hashem is talking to every single Yid, Yechidus. I am your personal Hashem, right? Anoichi Hashem Elekecho. And not only was he talking to every single Yid, he was talking to every single Neshama that was there by Matan Torah. And Hashem said to every single one, Yafim Margashis, Hashem said to you individually, Anoichi Hashem Elekecho. So Hashem is asked Akasha, how could it be? He says, "Anoichi Hashem alekecha asher yitzicha merit Mitzrayim." Hashem was talking to my neshama. I was not in Mitzrayim. So Hashem says the kasha. Because Hashem says, "Makir." So when Hashem said, "Anoichi Hashem alekecha asher yitzicha merit Mitzrayim," Hashem was talking to him. He felt Hashem was minor. Anoichi Hashem alekecha l'ashin yachin asher yitzicha merit Mitzrayim. So Hashem says that. Before Mantaira, we were under the Shlita of the Sarim of the Ummah. After Mantaira, we will take it out, even in the Shammah to Klai Yisrael, or the, uh, the Amma of so we take it out, the Mantaira, to be under the Kajbarach of Shlita. So with the Anarchy Hashem Alekecha, Asher Yitzhicha, Meretz and Shrine, even going on you, you're on the Shammah. So Kajbarach is always there for you, he's a permanent fact for you there. He's always interested in you, and Every single person has his individuality that Hashem cares about him. Every single person is different. Every single person, even twins, have different fingerprints. Every single person is different. Hashem made a net. Every face is different. It's unbelievable. Every person is miyuched for Hashem and Hashem cares and hundred percent ava for every single person, every single second of the day. And that's the migdal oyz shem Hashem. That's the Migdaloi Shem Hashem, which we were talking about. The Pasuk saying you have to go into the Migdaloi Shem Hashem. When you start feeling the Migdaloi, that Gashbrok is a tower around you, then you are saved by Yarek Tzadik Venitzkov. Then the Tzadik goes in there and he's saved. So, we're saying here that the problem is on our end. Mitzanah Gashbrok, the Av is always flowing. You have a bachar, you go to yeshiva, sift the bachar. Comes home once, once a month, let's say, once every two months. Fine. One time, this bachar, his friend, he has a rich friend, his friend comes up to him, he says, you're going home for Shabbos, now you're going to come to me for Shabbos. So the bachar said, no, I think I'm going to go home for Shabbos. He says, why? Why are you going to go for Shabbos? You have good food at home, you have a good bed at home, you have a good uh, couch. I'm a rich, my parents are much richer. We have much better food, we have much better dips. You should see what kind of stuff we have. And the beds are much more comfortable. And the, and, and the couches in my house. Why do you want to come to my house for Shabbos? The Bacha's like, no, I, I want to go home. Why does the Bacha want to go home? The Chari is a good kasha. The, 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 other, the rich boy is a good kasha. We have better food, better dips, better this, better that. It's a kasha. Well, what's up if he wants to go home? The Torah says he's attached to his house. He has a hergish. He feels close to his house, right? He's connected. He's connected to the house. Let's say the Bacha would say, 
Let's say Bachelor say, yeah, it's a great idea. Maybe I should talk to uh, 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 my parents. I'm not going home for it. Off Shabbat, I'm going to go to you for Shabbat. Much better food, much better dips. He calls his parents, okay, I'm not coming home this week. His parents are not, they're sitting home crying. This kid has no occurred what it means to be connected today. He has no feeling towards his house. There's, no, there's nothing there. It's just like, oh, this has better dips. So I will go to him for Shabbat. And Kaddish Baruch Hu feels this way with us. The person, do you have any connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu? You're thinking about your dips and the, and, and the food and the this and the that. And there's no connection to Hashem. So it's like the parents that are like, the parents are like sitting home and the kids are not interested. And that's how Hashem feels. That's how Hashem feels about it. That's how Hashem feels. We're running around this world. We're running for the, for the Gashmias and all kind of Narishkeit. And we're all connected to it, and Hashem's like sitting there, like these people are not interested. Like the Mamish, like we look at that bacha like he's meshuga, you know, like you don't have any connection to your house. And like Rokha has the same kasha on us. So this is the this is the side of Bayard Tadik Yaniska, that you need to connect Hashem to be Migdal Eyes. If you want to be in the tower of Hashem, you have to have that hargasha. You have to have that feeling you're in the Tower of Hashem. If you don't have that feeling, so then, then you, you're not there. You're not there. It's your fault you're not there. It's not Hashem's fault. The kid doesn't come home for Shabbos. Whose fault is it? The parents are crying. The, the kid doesn't, doesn't have any feeling to come home for Shabbos. So, so, Hashem Baruch Hu is ready to build this Mishkan for you, but you have to be willing to, to Shtotsu. Bayar Tzadik Minister. Hashem says in the Torah to build a Mishkan. The Mishkan is the house of Hashem. The Mishkan is the house of Hashem. Hashem is bringing Hashem to Hashem to Klai Yisrael. Hashem says in the Torah, Shabbos you don't build a Mishkan. Why? Shabbos is more healed than the Mishkan. Shabbos, imagine, Shabbos, we even have now that it's more healed than the Beit HaMikdash. You're not Mechal Shabbos to build the Beit HaMikdash. That's the Allah. But for one year, that's in the nursing home, he's 95 years old. And he's sick. You mechuyed to mechal Shabbos all Lamites Mubachas. You're in the nursing home, old, you 95 years old. Then we're not going to live that much longer. You mechuyed to mechal Shabbos all Lamites Mubachas. Like Hashem is showing what kind of he has for every single year, every single minute of his life has so much more than a whole base of Mikdash. There's more than a whole base of Mikdash. Hashem is love. For everything that is so permanent, it's more than the love to his own home, which is the base of Mikdash. Hashem's love, his connection to every single yid, is so permanent that there's nothing in this world, even Shabbos, which is more hailed than the base of Mikdash, is broken for the connection that Hashem has to every yid. There was once a story of the big king who had a very, very big malucha. And this king had every year a big dinner. And all the mayors came from all the cities and all the ministers, all the big shots came. And you can imagine what went on by the dinner. Every single mayor that got up to speak was Meshabech, the king. He was talking a good king. Meshabech, the king, how the king gives such security to such good protection such good uh, um, um, police and sheriff and all kind of protection and such jobs. He gives jobs to the people. And not only that, but he gives programs. He has Medicaid, Medicare, food stamps, whatever you want. He has, this king has all the, and all, each, each mayor got up Meshabach and welfare vouchers. Every single guy was Meshabach the Melech. That was, that was the dinner. To thank the king for all his tithes that he did for the Medina. One year, this happened, and all the mayors were talking the whole time how in the countryside it's so gewaldic, we have vouchers and food stamps and Medicaid, Medicare. And the king's son turns to the king, he says to the king, you know, Maybe I should move out to the countryside. There's such good things there. That Medicaid, Medicare, vouchers, jobs, this. Maybe I should move out to the, to the countryside. As soon as the king hears that, he starts to cry. And he's crying and crying. Mamish, he can't control himself. 
finally, the kid's son, he doesn't know what he did. Finally, he says to his father, what happened? What happened? What did I say? What was the problem? So the father says to the king, he says, the, father, the, father, the king says to his son, he says, what do you mean? You don't understand. You don't understand what's going on here in the palace. You'd have your Medicaid, that Medicaid, that have some lousy doctors you pay for. In the palace, we have the best, we have the best care, we have the best doctors in the whole world over here. We have here the best food, we have everything, all the money, we have all the protection. You're not going to get anywhere protection like in the palace. You want to go move out to the countryside, you don't have what's going on here in the palace. You're busy with, with mamish, like you want to go with Medicaid, that's, that's comparison. So this story, unfortunately, is not a muscle. It's a true story. We're busy in our lives, running after our jobs, running after Medicaid, Medicare, food stamps. That's true. is saying, I don't understand. Hashem himself is saying, I don't understand what's going on over here. You're leaving me, you can come to me, you're leaving me, and you're busy with this stuff. Why do you? Why don't you come to me? I'll take care of you. Right? The king told the son, he says, "You don't stay in my palace. You want to go 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 after the country? You don't have the chilek." Hashemok is sitting and crying, and he's saying to us, "We should come to him. We should be makir that he's the one that's doing it. We should get close to Hashem Baruch and go into the Migdal eyes, and then Hashem will protect us. We don't have to be our minds in the Teva that we, this, we, we think this is what's going to happen. This is the Teva that's happening. It's all Hashem. The Teva is all Hashem. Because Shrach is behind all the, all the scenes. And we forget about Him. And therefore, Shlaim Mamalch is saying, if you want to build this Migdal eyes and be saved from all your stress, all your Tzaras, but you are a That's how you run it. There's nothing blocking. You run. You can't run unless it's clear path. But you are a tzaddik. David says, Only look towards you. Nothing else in this world can help me. Nothing else. It's only you, Akash Baruch You're the one that, if you mock your, that's all Hashem, and you build this connection to Akash Baruch and you realize that you're in the tower of Hashem, then Hashem takes care of you. Like, like the child in the king's palace. He's not lacking anything. What are you thinking about? You're not lacking anything if you think, about, if you think you're in the palace. If you go walk off, you go on the countryside, you leave the palace, so that's not, that's not the protection of the king. Well, when you stay here, you have all the protection. You have to have the cop cars and all these tigers. You can get, get up to the Shabbat himself. That's Hashem's offering. That's the whole side of Migdal Oiz that a person, Dodamal says so many times in Tehom, Hashem is the machsi. Hashem is my protection. Hashem is the migdal. Hashem, he says all over and again and again. Why? Because he felt the protection of Hashem wherever he went. He felt he didn't have to be in a specific place. But he built that connection to Hashem. That no matter where he went, he felt the love of Hashem And he connected to the love of Hashem he didn't, he didn't cut away the shayat of Hashem. So, when it comes to stress, there are different points of stress. Different, different nekudas. One of the biggest nekudas of stress in society. Everything has to live up to what the big monster says. Whatever he says, the big monster, then we all have to listen to him. And that's like the stress of society. Like the neighbor down the block that's going to be looking at the costumes and everything has to be stimming. But you have to realize that Hashem is the one that makes everything happen. People are looking for cover. They're looking for. They're looking for all kinds of these type of things. They don't realize that all the people that you're looking for cover from, they have no power. They're powerless. They're totally powerless. It's like a guy who's who's he has an audience with the king, and he's busy outside playing games, uh, hacking around with the guard outside. The guard outside is nothing. Because Shmuel is the one that's sitting in the control tower, and he's controlling everything. So what are you wasting your time with all the people? and you're thinking about them and, and all the stress of all the relationships, the only one they have to worry about is the one that controls the whole thing. It's like a kid in camp who, who um, he's waiting for his father's check because Nabuch, he's starving and the food in camp is not edible. He has to go to the canteen. And he's making the mailman crazy every single day for the check. 
And the mailman finally says, what do I have to do with this check? I just bring the mail from the, from the mail house to this camp. I have nothing to do with this check. Go call your father. He's the one that mails the check. That's the same thing. We're so busy in this world with hearing about everything in society. Nobody has any sleep on anything. It's all that's probably He's controlling every single mice that happens. The only one they have to worry about is Hashem. Because he's the one that pays all the bills. Uh, a rabbi in the yeshiva was complaining to me that he had instructed Talmidim. So, he doesn't feel like, you know... I saw a ton Belial this week. I always couldn't believe it. Ton Belial says, look it up in Tariq Gimel, that if a person teaches Talmidim the Shem Shemayim, he doesn't care if they're rich, they're poor. It says there that Hakash is going to bring such tremendous Yad the Shemayim to that, that guy, the Shem Shemayim. The problem is we don't believe in it. That's the problem. We think that the covenant, we're trying to cover, we're going to get something out of that guy and that guy. We don't believe Hashem pays much better. You do the Shem Shemayim, he pays, he pays much better. He has a much better way of paying. A person needs to have the Shemayim every single step of his life. So why don't we connect to this rough? He's, he, he pays the real thing. He gives you Shabbat Shemayim, your brain, to give you Chachma, to give you all kinds of different Shabbat Shemayim. A person needs every step of the way. There's so many different complications that could happen. You need Shabbat Shemayim. That's what you need. And a person realizes that, that all we want in this world is Ritzayim Hashem. Shem's interest. If you have Hashem interested in you, you're covered. <coughs> the only thing that should be on your mind, because Shabbat is interested in you. There's nothing else besides the Ritzayin Hashem. You want the Ritzayin of people, you're wasting your time. You'll never get the Ritzayin of people, and even when you get it, they can't help you. You, you look around, I, I have a lot of fundraising. It's a very interesting thing. You have, you have in America tons of Gvir, yeah? Tons of Gvir. Most of the money, they're shipping off Paris to Israel. Most of the Gvir are shipping the money off Paris to Israel. In Seichel, if you live in a certain place, you would want to cover your area first, right? And say, I'm saying, just like Pasha, the guy lives, let's say, wherever, he would, he would yeah. make sure, and then he'll go on to What's that if they're sending all the money to Israel? If I say, say, the Abish feels baffled that Israel, they can invite this. They can't get away the money. If Hashem puts into their mind to send all the money to Israel, and he's controlling the whole situation. And Seichel makes no sense. Manash makes no sense. They should control everything. You want Hashem to give you the money. Hashem has to give you the money. Hashem controls everything. So why are you thinking about people all day? They don't have the control over their own self, their own money. So why are you busy thinking about Chazavavah says in Chazavah Nefesh, Chazavah 10, that when Chazavah is there with you in your heart, he'll take care of all your problems. Parnassah to take care of all your, all, all your issues you're worried about, your virus, to take care of that too. Like Dabba Mouth says, Hashem Royalayaster. Everything will fall into place because he has full control. He makes everything happen. So the first thing you need to do is to be kind of this Nakuda that I call Every single thing is Vedeshamayim. And Abedesh Baruch Hu is running everything. There's nothing else in this world except Hashem. Enoid Movadli. And then you will enter the tower of Hashem and leave all the stress behind. Because when you're serving Hashem, there's no stress involved. When you're serving Hashem, you don't have to do ten things, you don't have to do a hundred things. You have to just serve Hashem. It's a whole different program. You're just serving Hashem. And then there's no more diagnosis. That's the first stress. The first stress is the stress of the society. The second stress, which nowadays is coming very strong, is, this, is the whole addiction to news. The addiction to news is causing people a muhuma. It's causing them a panic inside. They're addicted to it. They have to hear the radio. They have to hear this, this news, news line, that news line. Call this, call that. All this news, that news, news of liquid, news of monthly, news of this. And it's causing the people an addiction to pachad and muhuma. That's what it's causing. It's causing a person to be destroyed. It's destroying the people. Gwara says that that um, David Melech said, Marabut Sarai, I have a lot of stars, only when, Shla, when his son, Avshalom, was um, rebelling against him. So to you, that David Melech never said, Marabut Sarai, I'm going to Mokhik. David Melech never said the Lashon Marabut Sarai. 
Mikan Raya that uh, a tsar of the Sechbeis Shlodim is worse than Gaiga Maduk. So you have a Klar Raya from the Gemara. Now that people think, people think that before Mashiach comes, there's going to be a nuclear war. The Gemara is clearly saying not like that. How can you say a nuclear war is not as bad as having a tsar of the Sechbeis Shlodim? A nuclear war, tens of people. Ten thousand people killed men, women, and children is not as bad as having a tsar of the same basis It's not as bad. Well, it doesn't even go on the same scale. Mikan Raya, from here you see that we don't understand properly Gagamagog. Gagamagog, it's a war, it's everything, but that's not the problem. The problem is the pachad of it. The whole problem is the pachad. The whole Gagamagog is a pachad. It's one big pachad. There's no war, there's no nothing. It's just the pachad, the panic. Everything's just the panic. The whole thing is controlled by the media just to make the people panic. So, the, the Gemara is saying that Gahigam Magad is not as bad as Sarah Vasek Vashel Adam. So what's the pshat? It used to be, in the good old days, uh, I'm, I'm going to shock you now, but it used to be even by Goyim. They would come home at night from work and they would spend time with their family. I know you're all shocked that such a mysterious ever happened, but that's how things used to be. He used to come home at night, a farmer, a regular guy, a farmer, would come home at night and spend time with his family. Shock, no? No phone, no television, no internet. He'd spend time with his family. It's like, a, like you can't even imagine, like you have to like, like try to uh, visualize it. Now this is what happens, a regular guy comes home. His wife's never sitting there waiting. He flicks on the television. He watches every single murder of the day every single tsara, every single kidnapping, he has to watch it, you know? He has to internalize every single tsara, every single pacha, Iran, and this and that. And that's how his night goes. That's how, you know, that's how things develop through the night. And, <laughs> and that's Mahamish, a gaigamagag. That's a gaigamagag. So on that, the Gemara is saying that a tsara, the Sechvesh is worse. Why? The Sechvesh is a personal tsara. These tsars you're watching, the whole world starts. The, the Mahuma and the Tirupada. So a person needs to break away from this craziness of news. Doesn't mean if someone comes over to you and talks to you about the news, fine, but you don't have to be busy with it. Nothing's going to change in your life. You're not going to live longer if you know all the news. The Gemara says, how do you save from Gagamagas? If you do Tarin Chesed, Tarin Chesed, you save from Gagamagas. What's the Shaykh Tarin Chesed to save you from Adam Bomb? The part is that you see Taka today that the people of Nektaira have less gadgets, less television and the internet, and people chesed, you think about other people, not just about themselves, they're able to break away from this whole muhuma of craziness. The Barisham controls the whole thing anyway. What are you busy with it for? Hashem is playing with the whole world. Hashem is making everything happen. What are you busy with it for? It's nothing to do with the Barisham run the world. Why do you have to get involved in the club? We have nowadays a new muhuma. We're worried about, everyone's worrying about getting diseases, virus from China. What's that that is doing? It's a very interesting pasuk in Helen, the of Kuf Zion, that Hashem con- continuously changes things in the world. Whoever said that the world is run um, evolution, that things are always changing, it's true. But it's not happening by itself. It's Hashem that's changing. It's evolving. Hashem is constantly evolving. The Pasuk, it says in Kitatolim, Yasem Naharis Lamidbar. You have sometimes cities that are reversed. Beautiful, successful cities. Lamidbar, it turns the whole thing into a Midbar. You have a very prosperous country, starving. Eretz Pri Lamalecha. Why is Hashem doing all this? Lameras Yashvei Ba. Hashem had enough of these people. He destroyed the whole Gantzazrach. It's all destruction. On the other hand, Yasser Midbar Lagamayim. Other place Hashem wants them to be successful is a Midbar Lagamayim. New people that were hungry, they come in and build it up. We use a Sadat with the Kram of Yasser Prisua, the Yavarchim, the Yerba Ma'id, the Hemzim Layimat. It's all Bracham Hashem. So Hashem is constantly changing. He's giving bracha. He's giving, he had enough with these people. Goodbye. Hashem is constantly changing. It's all Hashem. It's all Hashem doing the whole thing. So, you don't have to get involved in it. Let Him run the world. You just have to go into the Migdal Oy. 
And they will be protected against all the viruses. If they connect to the Hezbollah, you have the Shmir of Hashem, then you won't have to worry about anything. The next Muhammad that we live in, number three, is the Muhammad cell phone. Used to be, also another Hezbollah, I'll tell you, used to be a guy left to work, and he didn't talk to his wife the whole day. <laughs> you imagine? He came over at night and he actually spoke to his wife. The whole day. Now, let me tell you what happens now. Dude. Every time the phone call, call, uh, rings, the guy runs to the phone. Is everything okay? Is everything okay? Uh, you just spoke to your wife 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Calm down. Is everything okay? <laughs> it's a panic attack. We're living in a panic. Mamish, it's a horrible. The Gemara says, My Sabin in, in, in Brachas, that's Salah. The story of the hill was going on the road. He saw the fire trucks, the police, that Salah, everything was driving. This is not for my house, I'm not worried about it. How the hell know what was in his house? Was he a Baal Rocha Kaidish? No, the hell didn't know. He lied to Tachem. What does he mean he had the Hashem was taking care of me. Hashem took care of me till now. Every single day, Hashem took care of me. All my problems. Hashem loves me. What do I have to worry for? What do I have to worry about all these things for? If you have a relationship with Hashem, you don't have to worry about all these things. Just like, you, just like when you, you live in the tablet, you see something works for you. Hashem works for you. He's taking care of you. What do you have to be diving? You have to give up your home and nefesh for daigas? The chashashat? Why do you have to have chashashat for? Why do you have to have these daigas for? Hashem is taking care. What do you have to worry about all these things for? Why do you have to destroy your menuchas and nefesh over all these daigas? If a person comes home and there is a tzara, if Hillel would have came home and there was a tzara in his house, he would deal with it. He would deal with it. But you didn't get home yet. Why are you panicking for? What is the daigas? It's all a tzara and metachan. If you live in Hashem, you know Hashem thinking, you wouldn't worry. Sometimes things happen. Why do you have to worry about these things for? Just like we said before, you go on an airplane. Don't worry, the plane's going to crash. Things happen, but you don't have to worry about them. You have to start a worry. If, you, if something happens, the guy gets in a car accident, it's a car accident. But until then, you don't have to live around your life worrying. The person doesn't have to worry that something's going to happen. It's not an option. Take it off the table. Hill, Hill took it off the table. You can also take it off the table. It's not mistake basically. You don't have to worry about it. If it started happens, okay, because Rob was reminding you that maybe you're forgetting about him, maybe you have to earn one's feel up, maybe, maybe you have to go and get close to the Rosh maybe you forgot about him. But till then, you have to give up your addiction to the cell phone. Last half, you have to have the cell phone the whole day. I know your wife always has to get hold of you, it's an emergency. So because of that, I got a beeper. The wife's always an emergency. My phone is never the ringer on, never. The ringer is never, ever on. I call people back, when I'm able to call them back, I don't have to be talking to one guy, and then... Watch the beeper. <laughs> Watch the beeper number. Do you still make that number? So, 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 so uh, uh, a person, you have to be addicted. You have to talk to one person, this one. I used to have a chav, very good chav, right? I used to love talking to him. We used to always spend time together. Very smart guy. Then he got his phone addiction. I couldn't talk to him anymore. I couldn't talk. Sure. I stopped talking. I'm not going to do that anymore. I, I kind of read with them. Every three words, a phone call. Okay. Oh, the guy, the guy on the phone needs to know the cell phone number of the store that he bought something from Forum last year. That's more important than I'm talking to them about. Why can't he feel cool? The guy back. So the child is ringing. You have to answer. So my answer is I turn off the ringer. I, once, once in a while, when I have time, I go in the car. I call everybody back. I give everyone all the phone numbers that they need. <laughs> <laughs> and solve all the problems. But why do I have to be in the Mahuma whole day? No Yeshavadah. The Mahuma. Mamash and Mahuma. The fourth Mahuma, which people say is giving them Manukas and Nafesh, but really it's giving them more aggravation, is traveling. If the guy's constantly traveling, that's a Raya Brura, that he has absolutely no life. He has no life. He has no, nothing to stay home for. Every two weeks he's in a different continent. That's how depressed he is now. He doesn't have any connection to his life. There's nothing there. His life is just, how am I going to go somewhere else? That means he's not happy. That means he's not the Yishav Adas. He's not living with Hashem. He's not building this tower we were talking about before, spending time with Hashem, the Yishav Adas. The person who spends time, he has a weekend off, he doesn't have to run to who knows where. 
He could take that weekend to spend time with Hashem. With Tehillim, he could spend time with Chavis with, with Novavis. He could spend time with the relationship with Hashem. He had much more Munich Hashem than all these travels that you come back and you triple more aggravation. It's it's what? It's traveling to what? To People are just traveling. They're traveling. They're traveling. Vacations. Non-stop. It's becoming mamish. Like Eretz Yisrael is almost as far as Tzatmer and and and. and <laughs> 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 Where do you live? Oh, Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is just like you know. Eretz Yisrael is kedusha. Eretz The guy is just one big aggravation. There's no kedusha. There's no nothing. The guy is not connecting to Hashem and Yisrael. He's just running all over the place. And it's one big muhumma. The guy goes there so once in a few years, he works on himself, he's going to the Kaiser, so that's something else. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about every three months, after throw all this, that. It's one big balgan. There's no Yerushimayim coming from it. There's no Kedusha, Kaiser, Gedailim. It's all nonsense. It's one big muhumma. No Yishav Das, the Raya Bru, the guy has no connection to Hashem. He has no reason to stay home. Every minute something else. He has no life. Mom's just a Raya, he has no life to cloth. A person has to build a tower to Hashem. You don't need a kaito. The Abish is all over the place. You don't have to run here, you don't have to run there. Oh, so that's just gonna be the kaisal. Because Rav says the way that Yahim Shakar makes a mikdash, Hashem is in the bottom of Rashim. You go into base Manish, nobody sees you. The Shina is there. Because Rav left the base of Mikdash and he went into the bottom of Rashim. That's Jake Nigamara. You're right, there's a Manish that says in the Kaisal from Ravi, I'm sure there's Shina there also. But the Gemara says that Hashem left the base of Mikdash and he's in your base of Mikdash, in your shul, because Hashem was there. But you have to connect to him, otherwise he's not there. You go to Kaisal, the same thing. Guys go to Kaisal, it's also a muhuma. There's no Barashom there. It's only if you bring him there, if you connect him there. Then the Barashom is there. If you make a Chanes, it's the same thing. Otherwise it's just a muhuma. It's just another Balagan. You go to the Kaisal, it's one big Balagan. I come down to be there not long, not long before, and there's a Friday, I went the wrong day. Mamish with the women of the wolf, it was just one big balgan. <laughs> I don't know what was going on over there. I just said, get me out of here. This is not, Mamish was not here today. I don't know when he's coming. <laughs> today he's not here. The point is, you have to connect to the Just going to the Christ, going here, going there. That's not, that's nothing. It's Mamish Garnish. Go yard south of Minnesota, you have to connect to the Bernstein. Like going up the Kirith Hashem, we type. Why is Dovah not so excited? Because she's because she's supposed to burn slow. It's connecting to Hashem. There's a whole avoider. Not just Stam running around. If a person connects to Burn Shalom, feel Hashem next to him. Like Dovah Nath said, Hashem Tzili, Hashem is my shade. Wherever I go, Hashem is my shade. He felt that way. He'll be able to build a tower with Hashem instead of building the whole tower of Hevel HaVolos. Fifth hard thing when it comes to stress Relationships. A person gets into a hard relationship and he doesn't know how to get out of it and how to deal with it. The Pasuk Mishli says, Don't say I'm going to pay back bad. If you have a problem, somebody did something to you, don't get involved. You have to work on your betachin. He'll, he'll take care of it. Hashem will resolve it for you. You have an issue with a relationship. Hashem has control over the guy. You have to kavil Hashem. Let's say he's a guy. You don't have to have with him. Okay. You don't have to get involved with every mishugan. Let's say you can't get out of the, the, the relationship. You're stuck in it. You have a problem with something. Kavil Hashem. If you become an animal because he was an animal, you're going to just ruin yourself. Hashem controls it. The person doesn't even know. Hashem sent that guy to check for you. It's a cheshmer to it. You have to watch what Hashem is doing for you. The Mar said that there was a different Amar, he had a problem. And the other Amar told him, He'll take care of it. And he'll knock it or to the same you say. Nigo Hashem Hashem. If you get close to Hashem Hashem, he'll resolve the, all the issues, all the all the relationship problems. The next uh, in the next stress, a uh, purple has to do fifteen thousand things at once, like Friday afternoon. It's 
we all know if you would spend a half hour Thursday night, half hour Wednesday night preparing for Shabbat, on Friday you have, you'll have 85% of the stuff taken care of. If you prepare ahead, you don't have to have all the stress coming at one time. You, if you prepare before, make a shakalachana, and it doesn't have to be all piled up one time, it won't be a muhuma. And the last thing we're going to talk about tonight, last stress, is people are stressed out also about the Vedic Hashem. It's a weird thing. A guy called me up, he's stressed out, um, he, because now I'm going to say I've learned Dafyami, he's going to ask Dafyami also. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he, has to, he has to say it at 6 in the morning, and this and that. And I say, more stressed out. He's not serving the British law. He's serving a, every doc Lamar is going to have a desire. Going to have a desire. It can't be that it's stress. That's not what Vedic Hashem is all about. Vedic Hashem is serving Hashem. The, 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 the avoider that's doing the stress is because he's trying to keep up with everybody else. It's not Hashem. He's trying to keep up with you. If he's avoiding Hashem, there's no stress involved. We say in Avarabha, how do we connect to Torah? How do we connect to Torah? You would think the whole Avarabha is about shifting, Isaac, Torah, this, that. A few things we mention on Torah. First, we mention on Torah, Avarabha, Kashmah, Lavda. We mention Avarabha, Hashabach, Abanu. We mention Avarabo, Avarabo is saying the Shabbat Chubacha. We mention the Schot Tatayra. We want to be Zechat Tatayra because Hashem loves us, Hashem shows us, and because of the Tachan. That's how we can be Zechat Tatayra. What do these things have to do with Tatayra? Because the Tatayra is Matana from Akadish Baruch, it's a special gift from Hashem. If you want to be Zechat Tatayra, and let's say the king, he has special secrets. Right? He has special secrets how he runs the country, special stuff. Who does he tell to? He dumps it in the garbage, he dumps it outside, outside the street, everyone should know about it. He only tells us his close advisors, his close kids. It's a secret. Because Rokha's Torah is a secret. Just, you want to be Zechat the Torah, you have to connect to Hashem. Because Rokha, you have to say, Avarabo, Bacharbonu, Bitachin. Then you connect to Hashem. And then you come close to Hashem, then you'll be Zechat the Torah. That's the Zechat the Torah. You have to connect to Rabbi Shalom. It's not just uh, uh, about who could say a better Svara. But connect to Rabbi Shalom. Then gives you the Das. The Das comes from Hashem. It's a gift from Hashem. Maskana, we're coming out here that all the stresses could be resolved if you go into the Tower of Hashem. If you go into the Migdal Ois, Shem Hashem, the Shem Hashem, which is representing Hashem, you go into the Tower of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, which is the signature. Like a, a guy who signs his name on a picture. Yudkevavke is a signature of Hashbarach on every single part of the Brio. And then, he'll be able to always think about Hashbarach, Shavisi Hashem Lenegi Samid. If I told you that you have to think about a red fire truck tomorrow from 12 o'clock till 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you have to think about a red fire truck for five hours straight. By 5 o'clock, you would be in Bellevue Hospital, <coughs> not walking around the hallways, you'd be tied to a bed. So what's this Shemisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit shot? Shot like this. You tell a little kid that he's going on a big trip tonight. Tomorrow night he's going on a big trip. The whole day he's sitting in class thinking about the trip. He's going to Niagara Falls. He doesn't think about his learning. The whole day he's thinking about the trip. It's a candy film. He's not going to end up in, he's not going to end up in Bellevue. He's thinking about that trip the entire day. He didn't list his Rebbe for one minute. What's the chilek? The chilek is if you're forcing your mind to think about the red fire truck, you end up in Bellevue. But if you're thinking about a, a trip, an exciting trip, it's exciting, your heart's involved in it, you're not interested in anything else. Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit is not supposed to be the red fire truck. If it's the red fire truck, you can end up in Bellevue. Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit is supposed to be like that special trip. The Bernstrom connecting to Hashem is supposed to be like a person thinking about an exciting, uh, a, a tremendous uh, uh, adventure. He's going to go there, the kid's thinking a whole day. Connecting to Hashem is, is rewarding in this world and the next world. Chazalobos, when he talks about Shavisi Hashem, he says that if you have Shavisi Hashem, you're going to start living on a whole different level and everything's going to change. Shavisi Hashem. It's a candy. That's how he makes it sound. That's the charm of Shavisi Hashem. Then a person starts doing Fakadish Baruch Hu. And then he can start reaching a madrega of the Shema. A few, a few um, 
few months ago, I was in a shul, and the rabbi was talking about the Shema. He was talking about the Shema. He's saying, they do everything the Shema, Hashem. Not only for any, not for Elam Haba, not for... And the others, this one, and Dabramal did, did it for this reason, that reason, and you have to be Mamsha Shema. Bigger than Dabramal, bigger than Avram. <laughs> <laughs> So, basically, I was thinking, Mamash, this rub gets up, and he pulls the whole engine out of the car. If there was every engine, Bakhlal, I don't even know. Most of the guys in the shul don't even have a reason. They can't even get out of the morning, the bed, altogether. But if there's any guy that was able to get out of his bed, the rub just pulled the whole engine out. Nobody in this world does anything without motivation. Don't let anyone tell you anything about the Shema. It's scarring. I'm going to explain you what the Shema is all about. First, I'm going to tell you that there's no such thing as anyone doing anything ever without motivation. There's no such thing. That's why all the kids are sitting in bed. They have no motivation. The Rebbe says you have to do everything with Shema. Okay, I'll stay in bed. The Shema means stay in bed. There's no such thing. It doesn't exist. There's no such mitzvah of doing anything without motivation. Without motivation means no engine. What does the Shema mean? What does the Shema mean that the Mishnah says they should serve Hashem Shuloi Amanat Bekabal Prat. What does Mishra mean? I'll tell you what the Chazal says. Chazal says like this. Let's say you have a let's say you have a kid who he's sitting on the couch. He's a 2020 kid. He's sitting on the couch all day. So the mother just finished cleaning for Pesach. You can imagine how hard she worked. She was uh, brought up in a generation where you still there's a concept of working. But the kid, there's no concept of doing anything. Fun. So the mother sits down after the whole day of work and is exhausted and says to the kid, can you please get me a cup of water? So the kid's thinking, yeah, I'll get you a cup of water. Hmm. I'm getting it to the coming present soon. <laughs> 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 He's starting to make a chashbaitis. <laughs> okay. So the father says to the kid, if you can't get your mother a cup of water, without making all these such buttons. You can leave the house forever. Just get out of here. Okay. So the kid says to the father, I'll get a cup of water, no problem, but I have a question for you. The kid goes to the, gets a cup of water from the mother, and he says to the father, I have a question now for you. What's my question? You're upset about the fact that I was going to get the cup of water initially to get a reward. And it bothered you. And therefore you told me, you can throw me out of the house if I don't get the cup of water. So now, now I'm getting the cup of water, I shouldn't get thrown out of the house. Anyway, it's not the Shema. Good question, no? Anyway, it's not the Shema. I'm being thrown out of the house anyway. So what do you gain? He is the father. What do you gain? It's a good question, brother. It's a very cheap Shiloh. The terrorist is, the terrorist of Shiloh is that the father says to the kid like this, if you are not understanding What's going on in this house? You can leave the house. If you leave the house, you don't have to get your mother a cup of water. You know what I'm saying? But you live in this house, you have to be part of this house. You're getting typists in the house. Your mother's working hard, your father's working hard. If you don't understand what's going on in this house, you don't belong here. Right? That's what the father says. If you want to leave the house, then you can go live on your own. You can do whatever. You don't have to get any cups of water. You can do anything. You can sit on the couch all day. But you're living in this house, you have to understand what's going on here in this house. And that's the father tells the kids. <coughs> So, so what's the vart? Why is the kid supposed to get the cup of water? Because if he gets that cup of water for his parents, he's understanding that he, what he's getting in this house. He's living in this house, and he's getting tremendous titles. So may it's a tree on him. Why are you thinking about, why are you thinking about a uh, 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 reward for, uh, for the cup of water? You're thinking about getting... Um, a cup of water, you have to get a cup of cutting present. But why, why, why do you think that way? It doesn't make any sense. The mouth doesn't make sense. So what's Shaan the Shema? What's Shaan the Shema? What is, what is the Mishnah saying to do with Shema? What's the Mishnah saying? Shaan is like this. There was one uh, old guy who, who was an old guy who was very rich and had two kids. And his kids have a discussion that we have to somehow get money out of the father before Uncle Sam takes it all away. Okay. The two kids, they're discussing. 
So one kid, so they both decided, uh, they, they, they lived far away from the father, the father lived in Texas, and each kid lived in a different city. They said, you know, you'll go one week, and you'll butter up the father and try to get as much money out of him. I'll go the second week. Each kid will take a different week. Fine. The first kid comes, the first week, the kid, the son comes, he drives in, comes with all his packages to his father. Fine. He comes in there, his father says, you know, I'm very thirsty, can you get me a, a coffee from the, from the Starbucks? The kid's like, oh, now's my chance. He runs to fast because his Starbucks, he gets the best coffee, he comes back to his father, he says, ta, 50 bucks. Yeah. 50 bucks. His father's like, you charging 50 bucks? He's like, yeah, well, I'm not overcharging you, if you have to go there, if you recall the cost service would be like 10, 15 dollars, and come back, and then I spent money... So the whole thing was 35, 40, I should make something on it. So 50 bucks, so I'm charging so much. The father says, you know something? Just get out of here. Just get out of here. He throws the kid out of here with all his pack all his stuff. He'll go home and lock the door. Son, he didn't make too much money. <laughs> the next week, another kid comes. The next kid comes, and, and this kid had a little bit more sechel than his other brother comes in there, and every single day he goes, gets coffee for his father's Starbucks, doesn't ask him for any money. And he does every errand, and he shows his father so much av and everything. At the end of the week, he says, Ta, I have to go back home, it's already a week. I just ask you a favor, you know, I, I'm, I live, I'm, I'm starting a business now, I need, I need $200,000 to invest. Maybe you could help me. Well, I was like, of course, $200,000, he's such a good son. He writes him on a check with a smile, he gives it to him. So you have a kasha on the story. Do you think the father is so stupid that he doesn't chop that this kid that got him 100 coffees, he did it for that check? And the first kid, who was a typical gummer, he got thrown out of the house, he got the 50 bucks. He got thrown out of the house. And the second one got $200,000 with a smile. How do you explain that? The was like this. <clears throat> the first kid told his father that he owes him 50 bucks for getting the, the coffee. He's telling his father, you should know, Tom, the fact that you brought me up and you sent me to college and did everything for me is worth absolutely nothing in my eyes. And now that you're asking for coffee, it costs 50 bucks. Just like you would call Carlos, you would 50 bucks. He's telling his father that everything he did for me is worthless. As he's telling his father. Second son, no. I'm not asking you for any money. I'm doing all this because I love you and I'm showing a card to all the chess you did for me. You brought me up. You're my father. I am asking you for money. I'm your son. I know you want me to take care of me. You're going to take care of me because you're my son. I'm your son. Right? He's saying, I just bring the Ava out that he spent time with him. But he's not asking because he owes it to him. So Mishnah says, you shouldn't serve Hashem Amnath Kabul Pras because if you tell Atadish Baruch that I deserve Pras, how can you tell Hashem you deserve pras? You deserve pras? You deserve pras for what you're doing? You're waiting for Hashem? You, you, all your mitzvahs, your shakulul, is to, could, could pay out the one day that you were born in this world? doesn't pay for anything. So if you work on a couple of pras, you're like that stupid kid that has to swallow 50 bucks for the coffee. Masha'en Cain, if you tell HaKadosh Baruch I'm working for you because it's all chesed Hashem. Everything you do for me is chesed. I'm doing it not because I deserve pride. But I know that you're going to take care of me. More. I know that when I shall suit you, you're going to take care of me more. Right? A good kid is father's going to take care of you more. You know that when you do a mitzvah, Hashem will take care of you more. Chesed says you have to be teach in gemot. You have to be teach in gemot. And it's not a spirit of the Mishnah. Because you have to believe in gemot. And that's the motivation. You have to believe in Gemol. No such thing with Shema. The Chassar is why are you thinking about the Gemol? That's the Chassar. Don't you know your father's taking care of you? When a normal kid, his father asks him something, he has to think about Gemol? Don't you realize you're living in your father's house? You have to think about Gemol? That's the Taino. Of course you're motivated by the Ritzayin Hashem, Hashem to take care of you. Because you know he's going to take care of you more if you do it. That's the Shema. Ritzayin Hashem. The chassan is when you think about Gemol. Because you think about Gemol, you don't think Hashem is going to take care of you. That's the chassan. You don't think He's taking care of you until now? 
Why, if you do his rat sin, he's going to take care of you less? He's going to take care of you more. So in Mewa, when a person builds a relationship with Hashem, he does the Shema, and he's motivated to serve Hashem. And he goes into the Migdalai's Shem Hashem, Bayar is Tadik Veniskov, and then he's talking going to be a Chuay Hashem. And then he's going to have the protection of Hashem against Old Saris. He's not going to have any stress. He's going to be motivated. He's been motivated to serve Hashem with more kaychas. And he's been motivated to work harder. And it's not going to be a stress on him. Why? Because he knows the payment that he's going to get from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because he's maimin and, and baiteach that HaKadosh Baruch is not going to let him down. And therefore he doesn't have any stress in his life. And therefore he can be over HaKadosh Baruch Hu with full Abbas Hashem, Yerit Hashem, and Vekas Hashem. Have a good night.